The following podcast has been paid for by the IWC. IWC Nation podcast, IWC Nation compound. That, of course, was the great Jonathan Colton. Ooh, Super Bowl Eight. With all, sorry, the name of the song is "Re Your Brains." Um, so that it's a good song. Anyway, eat your brains. All we wanna do is eat your brains. Yeah, we are watching Super Bowl Eight while we record this. Dang, at the Cow Palace. The Cow Palace. That's uh, where WCW had all their events, I'm pretty sure. In California. Yeah, well, at least in Frisco. Yeah. Yeah. MGM Graham was usually holding havoc. Tony Schiavone, Mike Tanay, and Bobby Heenan. There we go. Yeah. Such there a, it is. Mike Tanay is such an underrated announcer. Yeah, what is he doing now? I have no idea. That's a good fucking question, actually. If you know IDWC Nation, uh, shoot us the message. Let us know. Tweet us. Or I'll look it up eventually. But we miss Mike today. Yeah, he was fantastic. Well, it's like him. Him and Don West and TNA were fucking him awesome. I I didn't didn't catch any of that. See, oh man, you know what? One of our uh, watch-alongs. I'm gonna put on a TNA pay-per-view. I think that's what I decided. My next. That might be my uh, next choice because I have a couple of good ones. That they're definitely better than that ECW bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Thanks, Sorry. Thanks again for that one. Sorry. Put all of you through that. But we got SmackDown though this week. Yeah, SmackDown happened. It did. It did. Yeah. Open with, open with Randy. Randy talks some shit about uh, El Kofi. El Kofarino. Yep. Kofi's music hits. Kofi sneaks up on Randy from behind. By the way, Randy. Randy. Come on. That That's your own move. Seriously. That's your own thing. I've seen him do it, I don't know how many times. To Cena, no less. There's always more to learn. Stoney, which is great because I love learning. Shut up. <laughs> Pardon. Um, the Bixby on my phone was triggered. It was listening to us, which yeah. is creepy. All right, well, everybody say hi to Samsung. Hi, yeah. Samsung. What's up, FBI, CIA? You're probably listening to so. Whoever. Anyway, I hope they enjoy the podcast. Uh, uh, like and subscribe. Yeah. Anyway. And if someone does shoot Donald Trump, it was not my fault. So right before we started recording this, I showed Jason a video. Oh, boy. Uh, if y'all don't follow Leon Lush on YouTube, give, Do my boy, it now. give my boy a follow. He is fucking hilarious, but he uh, has some videos. Yes. I, uh, and he's a fellow ginger, so I have to love him just by proxy. Yeah. Um, Tomato Mafia, bro. Yeah. He's uh, just, yeah. <laughs> but he has a video where these girls are singing their fucking the homemade Trump choir. song. Yeah, the deplorable choir. It's, uh... uh 
when I'm off my current Twitter band, I will probably go talk to them. Look, I would play the song, but I'm not giving them any fucking. No, <laughs> it's so bad. Oh my god! But go listen to it on your own because I yeah, can't. Look, I can't bear to listen to that again. Just because it's a real tough life if you say you are a liberal. Yeah, real tough. Trump train. <laughs> not really. Anyway. Yeah. So Kofi beats up Randy. Yep. Yada. Oh, you see the MAGA sign in the, in the crowd? I did room? not, luckily. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that really irritated me. That made me, like, go, ah. I'm not hating the Randy Kofi stuff. No, uh, it's been all right. Here's the thing. It's based in continuity. Yeah, it's continuing. So how can I be mad about it when I've been yelling for six months about continuity? Yeah, that's kind of not my issue with it. Holy shit. Rick Martell, bro. The WCW television champion, no less. Rick Martell. Oh, in, do I not in remember what, this? In what, 2000... In, oh, sorry. 98? 1998. Fucking 98? He was a WCW television champion? Again, oh, that's right. Ah, Booker T. Got it. I remember this now. Isn't this where Booker T wins it? This is when Booker wins his first title, yeah. His first solo. Solo title, yeah. How do I get rid of this stupid... And they wanted to give him a big name to beat, so that's why Mar- he came in. I mean, because the belt didn't mean shit. It really didn't. They, I mean, it was a decent belt for a minute. Like, when Stone Cold had it, he was, like, the belt meant something. But. By the way, was did you happen to notice the guys sitting right in the middle of camera side, front row tonight at SmackDown, who looked strikingly like Simon Pegg from Shaun of the Dead wearing a wow. yeah, Chicago yeah. Cubs hat and yep. a blue button-up t-shirt adorned with pink flamingos? Because if it wasn't Simon Pegg, I'm really disappointed, and yeah. I'm just going to go on with life assuming yeah. that that was, was indeed Shaun of the Dead, Simon Pegg. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. You're the most adorable dog I've ever seen in my life. She's very smiley tonight. She is in a good mood. She's a happy girl. Oh, let me take that. Um, good girl. This is a good girl. But yeah, I mean, I didn't mind the opening. I mean, you know, it, like I said, it's continuing the feud. It's been solid. Um, I want to see the match of Clash. It's making me want to see the, the an actual. I swear to God, they give me fuckery at Clash of Champions. I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Like, I don't care if it's how the fucking finishes. Just give me a fucking finish. Don't DQ. Don't count out. Fuck that bullshit. Don't do that crap again, please. I hated that, especially when you did it two SummerSlams in a fucking row. Balls. So, um, but yeah. So uh, next we had uh, our first King of the Ring qualifier from yeah. SmackDown, uh, Apollo Cruz and Andrade. Uh, I think we all knew who was going to win this one going yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Apollo Cruz has just been fed to everybody lately. Yeah. Well, Including Kushida in NXT. Like, he literally went down to NXT just to lose Kushida. <laughs> I mean, it it's was good, good for Kushida. Yeah, it was a good match too. I'm like, I'm not complaining. Oh wow! You had the whole fucking, you had the whole flock, whole Ravens flock chilling. Billy Kidman, Perry Saturn, Lodi, Sick Boy, Sick Boy, Ugh. Lodi, Lodi, Lodi. Uh, so anyway, this match uh, ends in the standard Andrade finish, where. Zelina gets involved, and instead of just keeping their cool and continuing to wrestle, the opponent has to go after 
Zelina leaving Andrade open to hit his finisher and win the match. Yeah. It, tale as old as time here. Yeah, pretty much been there. Fucking Angel Lansbury is still singing about it with a fucking, uh, you know, yes. a dining set in yes. a big castle. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Still was, a good match because yeah. it's Andrade. It it's bad. Cruz. They're two good workers, and Andrade yeah. is one of the best in the world. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any complaints about it. Like, I, if anything, it was predictable, but it wasn't bad. Next, we have Moment of Bliss with Charlotte Flair. Bailey comes out. Bailey's losing her belt to Charlotte. I'm moving on. Yeah, I don't really. I Good don't, God. I mean, I. They gave it a fucking A. They gave that segment an A. Holy shit. Did you watch the fucking promo? I'm sorry. Bailey's promo was meh. And Charlotte was clearly the best part of that. I mean, what she said, honestly, is fucking true. That's the shitty part. Now, part of that is not Bailey's fault. They're just not letting her be Bailey. Which, you know, I mean, if you go back and watch her NXT shit, like, I don't understand what the fuck fuck up Bailey so much. It, it just it's, it's really aggravating. I don't know. Have you seen her action figures' faces? Because they continue to fuck up Bailey at every fucking step. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because there's some pretty terrifying faces on those action figures. This is true. They said this was a short, sweet promo segment that accomplished its purpose. Flair's words didn't phase Bailey, who left second generation, who left the second generation star to revert to other means if she wishes to dethrone the Hug Life champion. Hug Life. Oh. Hug Life. That explains the A segment. <laughs> He's fucking biased towards Bailey. Now you're you're he's already writing this. Uh, I can't see. I can't have a hard time looking at this guy's opinion because he's not looking at it from both angles. At least not not from writing that. Well, I mean, um, we we hate Baron Corbin, but this is true. We do hate Baron Corbin, but there's like we have valid reasons though. That's still the worst part of Raw. Here's a little ASMR. Baron yeah. Corbin sucks. Absolutely, and it's not even like the heat that you would want, it's that I would literally <coughs> rather not watch wrestling than watch Baron Corbin. Which makes me sad, because the only thing I think I love next to my children as much is wrestling. That's how much I don't like Baron Corbin, how much he bores the fuck out of me on every single feasible level. He's pretty awful. You know what the opposite of awful is? Daniel fucking Bryan and Buddy Murphy. Good lord, this match. It was so Buddy good. has been put on the map. Yeah. Apparently... He's getting a rub. I was going to say, from what I heard, the, the higher-ups and the people that be, whatever that may be, were pretty impressed with him last week, so this happens. They give him the W over Bryan in a fucking barn burner. In a barn burner. I mean, that was... Honestly, that could have been on a pay-per-view. That's how good that was. Even Jared... Um, even our friend Jared praised it, and he is the ultimate WWE hater right now. Yeah, he's hardcore against WWE. Even I try to look for the good in WWE right now because I've loved it my whole fucking life. I, I have not loved anything as much as I've loved wrestling my entire life. It's been the one thing in my life. It's never left me. It's never failed me. Nothing. Wrestling has always been there for me. When women come and go, fucking... Jobs come and go... Life has fucking been crazy, but you know what? Wrestling's still been there. I'm into that. So, you know, I just... And I'm excited to see what they do with Buddy Murphy. Like, and, you know, I was surprised he got went over Daniel Bryan, but also it kind of makes sense because that's a good person that could take the L and it's not going to hurt him. And, um, 
And like I said, Brian's promo afterwards was fucking awesome. Like, it was just... It, I, I think I tweeted about it, because I was like, God damn it. Like, Daniel Bryan is just an underappreciated heel right now. He really fucking is. Well, he's doing some amazing stuff. I mean, we're going to get to it in a second, but the fact that he had a man wearing a hood over his head locked in a room somewhere yeah. in the building for the, the entire night. Show. Good lord. Uh, it was great. Alright, so let me let me see if I can read through this. Their their description of the match, mm. whoever their writer is. Uh, okay. Before the match between Buddy Murphy and Daniel Bryan, the latter vowed not to only to expose the Aussie as a liar, but also to show he has been involved in the attempts on Roman Reigns' health from the beginning. Murphy answered with a big knee to the face. Dog, excuse me. Quiet. I'm reading. Big knee to the face at the sound of the bell that nearly scored him the upset. Bryan settled things down, though, and unloaded with a series of kicks. The former Cruiserweight champion wiped out Bryan at ringside with a top conhelio heading into the break. I fucking hate the commercial breaks. Oh, boy. Murphy continued his attack after the commercial, delivering a Meteora for a close two count. He ate the big boot to the face and on a charge into the corner, and Brian applied the label lock. Murphy fought, squirmed, and tried to escape as Brian clawed his face. The former WWE champion stretched Murphy, tweaking his limbs as he transitioned from submission to submission. He even pulled out a uh, uh-huh. Rings of Saturn. That was dope. That was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, I hadn't seen that in a while. Uh, so... Basically, late in the match, Murphy evaded an interference from Rowan, blasted Brian with a knee to the face, finished him for the 1-2-3 with a Murphy's, law. Murphy's Law. God, I love the Murphy's and Law. And scored, this is an understatement, I think, the biggest victory of his career. Hands down, it's the biggest fucking victory of his career. And on top of it, people think about this. Think about how much Brian respects no, him. That's one. Two, I was also going to point out that in, the, in this age of... Finishers not ending matches. Let's be honest. Yeah. Finishers don't they're have the protected. fucking. They're not protected like they fucking used to be. They are and Japan. that bugs me. The but, V trigger is one that's protected. Eight, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, that's not true. He's thrown eight V triggers in. Yeah, match. I was gonna say the no. one winged angle, angel. One winged I mean. angel is. Yeah, when he hits that shit, the match, o- match is over. No one's kicked out of it yet. Um, like if you notice when we saw Jericho, he didn't hit it on. Nope. Uh, and Jericho's only used the Judas effect twice now, yeah. and it's won both matches. So yep. that leads me to believe it's going to be protected. Yes, and it's like it's. I will say this, this is one of the few moves in WWE. If you look at Murphy's matches, when he has hit Murphy's Law, he hasn't lost. And then you should protect those moves. And it's a good original finisher. Petey Williams Canadian Destroyer is one that's pretty protected, as far as I know. No? It's starting to not be. Well, I mean, he is in the waning years of his career. Well, no, look, at this. look at the Adam Cole Gargano match. Yeah, but I'm talking about when he does it. Oh, well, yes, when Petey Williams hits it, yeah, it's usually the end of the match. Because that's his move. Yeah. Anybody else that's doing it, I'm hoping they have his permission, just like the Stunner. Uh, some just, of them do, but not all of them. I'm sure WWE doesn't give a fuck. No. Anyway, but, uh, well, Cole, I I would assume probably. Yeah, well, has. he and Petey probably know each other. Yeah. A-plus grade for this match. Consecutive weeks, Murphy has delivered A-plus performances. If you don't know who he is, you're not trying. Yeah. Next, we feed Heavy Machinery to the Revival. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, somebody's got to win a match. 
But it's like as soon as Heavy Machinery came out, you just knew that they weren't going to win this one. Yeah. Which sucks because when they disappeared fucking four weeks ago, they were on a fucking hot streak. Yeah, and and they're over with the crowd and people oh, love Otis them. is fucking fantastic. Yeah, I, I don't get I what, love those. I wish they would just get a, a good title run, but that's not going to happen probably. Well, as long as they... I mean, I, I, I'm hoping that with NXT moving, like, AOP goes back to NXT. Some of these tag teams that aren't being used go back to NXT... Or maybe you make the tag team division fully interchangeable, so then you actually have some tag teams, but then you don't need three belts. Big speaking speed. of the rings, Big Saturn. Speed, stop it. Speaking of the rings of Saturn. There we go. Saturn with hair. Yeah. Putting it on Booker T right after he wins the TV title over Rick Montel. Ah, Perry Saturn was, is highly underrated, definitely. Whew. Why is he pinning up? Reading a message from Phil on my phone here, and uh, Wait a second, there's what two. The fuck is going on? Two words I don't, I don't know. Two words that I, I don't want to hear together. Discount seafood. Oh no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. That's not no, a type no, of food no. you play around with, Philip. No. Uh, this match got a C plus. Only, yeah. only good thing is that new shirt the revival ro- is rocking. Yes, like the shirt. Um, you know, and I'm, you know, the right revival versus New Day. I'm okay with it, but it's new. It's not done to the into the ground. Yeah, and revival are always pretty much, you know, just the guys are awesome, and yeah, I just I feel it just sucks. I think Heavy Machine was just has stayed in NXT longer, personally, but yeah. Analysis. Heavy machinery is deceptively good. The timing, chemistry, and athleticism for guys that their size is off the charts. Unfortunately, the purpose behind this one had nothing to do with them. This was all about the revival preparing to take the the SmackDown Tag Team Champions from the New Day Clash of Champions. Blah. Blah. Miss TV with Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura. I gotta say, I never knew I needed this. So, I was, of course, working during this. You missed the NXT. Yeah, I know that they had a barn burner. You're missing, that's an understatement. I realize that. It's one of the greatest matches in NXT history. Yeah, it's one of the best matches in WWE history. I'll put put Nakamura and Sami Zayn up against almost anything. Putting these two together now? I think it's brilliant. I I love, and also, you, you don't have to make Shinsuke talk. No. Which is and the, just him smiling and sa- pointing at, at Sammy and letting Sammy be the mouthpiece. I dig it. I fucking love and it. And Sammy's fucking smug smirk and everything. I was like, I love this. And so fucking long as that goddamn motherfucking intercontinental title belt is on fucking television, I yes. will accept it. Yes. And plus, I know the Miz versus Nakamura will be good. I don't funny- like Miz as a face. I still think he's cringe. But I know he's a good fucking worker, and I know damn well the match is going to be good. So, you know, it's funny on on uh, that Stone Cold show. He had Sal Vacano from. I didn't watch. Okay, that. well, I watched part of it because it was on at work. Um, he shows Sal his black strapped Intercontinental Title belt, mm. and then he explains the per you know the importance both of them. Sal as a fan perspective. And Stone Cold, as a wrestler perspective, explained the importance of the Intercontinental title. 
Beautiful. And it's like, will somebody get that to Vince? Yeah. Could somebody, like, Just maybe sneak it into his burrito or something? Yeah, yeah. Could <laughs> someone point that out to the powers that be that... Um, it's an important fucking belt, and it should be on television? The fans, like, worship that belt as a whole. And, it, I mean, there's times I would put that belt and its matches up against any WWE title match. I mean, that's just the fucking reality of it. See, he, I think some but. different... I, we've said this before. I think different people write these fucking analysis. I definitely... Because this got an A+. Plus. And the first line. Read it, Jason. What has Shinsuke Nakamura been missing? A mouthpiece. Yeah. 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 And the next line. What is Sami Zayn an expert at when not performing between the ropes? Talking. He is. This match made in... This is a match made in heaven. Nakamura can get over without having to cut enigmatic one-word promos backstage, and Zayn now has something significant to do. How WWE Creative hadn't already thought of this is something that... hadn't already thought of something this simple yet is a bit surprising. But now that it has, look for enhanced returns from both NXT exports. I dig it. And now also you have the Miz back in the Intercontinental title picture. Where he belongs. Yeah, and it's it's fresh matchup, and I just, I know the match will be good. And, you know, like I said, you can, people were trying to say, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, yeah, if you don't know what happened in NXT, it doesn't. But they're probably going to fill you in at at some point. I mean, they mentioned it, but it also, like, it doesn't take a lot of going back. Yeah. I mean, and not to mention, if you call yourself a wrestling fan and you haven't seen that match... Watch it, bub. You need to watch it, man. You really, really need to just take I'll the time. I'll get to it. We should be watching it now instead of Booker T and Saturn. No, we are. no, we shouldn't be because you need to dig- yeah. you need to ingest the entire experience. Uh, no, actually, I think I have watched uh, a portion of that match. It's phenomenal, and the crowd is on fire the entire time. It's 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 just what I love about wrestling. Like if I could have been in that crowd. It might have rivaled Double or Nothing. Mm. It might have. That's how hot the crowd was. Like, it, it just, you knew the match was going to be good, but you didn't know it was going to be that fucking good. Like, I mean, at least as a fan, I, I underestimated it. I did. But I'll never underestimate it. And I have never underestimated either guy since. But I've been disappointed in the booking, sure. But that's what makes this even better is that you have two wrestlers I really like. I just got a Sami Zayn fucking action figure. I love Sami Zayn. It's fucking awesome. Yo, they really in the show at this next segment. And there's still more to the show. There's a lot more to the show. Alright, well, well, I gotta find... We got the KO fucking... Uh... It's KO Elias. and Shane... In the backstage, which leads into KO and yeah. Elias. Which you knew there was going to be fuckery. I mean, I already kind of anticipated it. But, you know, I'm okay with it because Elias gets the win. And I Elias is wrestling, which I fucking like. And, uh... It's, you know... But I'm definitely over Shane McMahon on fucking TV. No, I mean, dude... Read that fucking tweet. Yo, that tweet was 
was right on point, like, with just okay. how I feel about Shane McMahon on fucking TV. I just am over it on every conceivable fucking level. And it's it, it's the same thing with Baron Corbin. He makes me not want to watch wrestling. He makes me want to spend my time watching other promotions. That's how much I don't want to see Shane McMahon on fucking television. Like, I, I just don't know how else to explain From that. Wrestling Insomniacs, follow them at at wrestling, I-N-I-A-C-S, wrestling and acts, I guess. Ooh. Okay. Shane does not have heel heat. He has go-away heat. In fact, he doesn't even have that. He has fuck-off-and-die-in-a-kayfabe-sense heat. Yeah. He has die-rocky-die kind of heat. That's where we're at with Shane on fucking television. Like, the days of me loving... It's worse than Corbin. Yes. The days of me liking, like, just... And what's sad is he's in one of my all-time favorite matches. Him and Kurt Angle is absolute insanity. I mean, holy fucking shit. That's another match. If you haven't seen, go find King of the Ring 2001 and watch Shane McMahon versus Kurt Angle in a street fight. You will not regret it. But, um... I just am definitely overseeing him on TV. But on a side note, I will say, this has been pretty damn good. Booker T and Perry Saturn. So, you know, I mean, it, it's... I don't understand how the fuck it's happening because my memory is really vague and I don't understand why Booker T is having to defend the title. I'm sure right. there's reasons. Yeah. So, um, uh, the only thing we were missing was the ending of the show. Daniel Bryan has been teasing uh, what had been such a good thing going into this. Yeah. I was so into it. I wanted to know who it was. I was crossing people off the fucking board. Well, yeah. we know it's a white guy. Yeah. Okay, we know it's a white guy who doesn't have tattoos below the r- fucking forearm. I knew it wasn't Luke Harper as soon as I saw the hands. I'm like, that's not Harper. So who was it, Jason? I don't know. Oh my god, it's some guy! It's a ginger. It's some random fucking guy. Yeah. Just some guy who vaguely almost looks like Har- or Rowan because he also has a red beard, but he looks fat and out of shape. Yeah, and a little bit older. I would say probably ten years older, maybe. Um, but the best joke I saw was somebody's like, "It's old man Jenkins." <laughs> <laughs> it's old man Jenkins. <coughs> uh, the Snoopy Doo or the Snoop. Yeah, Snoopy Doo. I, I, I can't. <coughs> I just combined two cartoon dogs in one fucking. Yeah, I know, right? That was good. Uh, the Snoopy Doo. Uh, the no, the Scooby Doo uh, fucking finish. Yeah. And then it just ends with Rowan, the fake Rowan. Yeah. Daniel Bryan and. Roman. Roman just staring at each other. Yeah, and like... What the fuck was that? I, I don't... What in the fucking hell was that? I don't know what it was. I don't know what they were trying to convey to me. I don't know what they wanted me to feel. Am I supposed to know who that is? I... Like... Am I supposed to care that it's some random motherfucker? I don't... I don't get it. I would have rather it been Rikishi. Dude, I had a whole thing cooked up in my head, all right? <laughs> I didn't, just didn't want to tweet it all out. Okay. 
<coughs> so imagine it is Rikishi. Oh my god! <laughs> and he says the I did it for the Rock line again. Ah. And then it turns out the Rock is a mastermind of this whole plot to bring down Rome and his own family. So they can face each other at WrestleMania? Yes! Ah. That's so good! WWE, please! Make it be the Rock! So you can face Roman at Mania. I would love that. Family versus family. Oh, it'd be good, man. Their styles would mesh. It would be a good match. Even and you'd get to do the callback so fans like us who remember Rikishi doing it for The Rock, we get a laugh and rock. a fucking, you know, <laughs> wink and a nod out yeah. of it. He did it for The Rock. He did it for The Rock, all right? For The Rock. <coughs> so, yeah, that, um... Yeah. That was SmackDown. Yeah, it was SmackDown. What, um, what, what would you give it, grade-wise? The match quality was good overall. I enjoyed most of the segments. I mean, I'll give it a B. B minus, somewhere in there. Like, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I would say it was a B plus for me up until the ending. That the ending what really fucked it for me. I'm, yeah, I probably would have given it a B plus, A minus, maybe, had it not been for Shane McMahon on my fucking TV too much, and the ending. That's what knocked it down for me, was just like, I don't want to fucking see Shane McMahon anymore, and then the ending had me going, um, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I... It's like, you just... Like effectively killed my interest and in I'm still interested because slightly, if like I guess maybe I think this is to make another Scooby Doo reference a red herring. This is a Scooby Doo yeah kid, kid Scooby Doo whatever yeah. they called that one a pup named Scooby Doo yeah that was the name of the show. They always talked about the red herring yeah. I mean if this is a red herring I mean of course another pun being the fact that he is red, um. And it, it's Daniel Bryan trying to divert attention away from Rowan. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, God damn There's it. still ways to save this. Harper but... just makes the most fucking sense and you're not doing shit with him. I gotta admit, like, I was bummed about it. Like, that wasn't, like, that was such a fucking Let lacking down. payoff. Yeah. But in retrospect, it's kind of funny. It's funny. They kind of trolled us. They trolled us hard is what they did. Um, I mean, if they weren't trolling us or trying to troll us, then I don't know what they were doing. God, if it's not a troll. If it's not a troll, I have no idea. I, I can't figure it the fuck out. I have no idea. Because, uh, I mean, I'm literally going to be confused for a week trying to figure out, like, what the fuck. Also, if you're going to do a cliffhanger like that, can it be going into a paper room so we only have to wait a few days? She coughing like she's Go. gonna throw up. Yeah, you covered. Okay. Uh, dog might throw up. Uh, honestly, guys, I think uh, that Scooby Doo mystery is where we're gonna end it. Just kind of like WWE ended it abruptly. So uh, we'd like to thank our follower, that or our supporter, I should say, uh, Jake Mom and Crystal Mom. They uh, they are the first contributors to the podcast on a monthly basis. If you'd like to join them in contributing to the podcast yes, on a monthly basis, uh, you can look on Anchor or um, you can contact us personally and we can tell you how to go about doing that. Um, so uh, follow our socials. 
IWC Nation Podcast on Facebook, IWC Nation Podcast Forum for where we post most of our stuff. Yes. At IWC Nation, at IWC underscore Nation. We're also on Instagram, but... Uh, at IWC Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so follow us on all that shit, and uh, until the, until then, gang, uh, let's find another mystery. Yes. So is Rowan Scooby and on, Daniel Scooby-Doo. Shaggy or what? I see yeah. you. Yeah. You don't fool me, cause I can see the way you shake and shiver. You know we got a mystery to solve, so Scooby Doo, be ready for your act. Don't hold back. And Scooby Doo, if you come true, you're gonna have yourself a Scooby snack. That's a fact. All right, IWC Nation. We'll see you Thursday for uh, an O'Billy, I think. No. Maybe an O'Billy and Short Watch along. We'll see. Anyway, we'll see you guys Thursday.